actually training for Ironman Louisville 2016 on a tri bike. I got lost. Um, pulled up Google Maps. It said, "Oh, there's a road just like half a mile through that trail." I'll take the trail on my tri bike. It had like 25s on it. It'll work. And I got about half a mile in, and then it just turned to sand. And that next road was a Jeep two track. I ended up about two miles of hike a bike, and because I'm stubborn, I wouldn't turn around. And I'm sitting there walking through it, going, "Man, someone should have a gravel try. It'd be awesome." From KOM Cycling and Michigan Midpack Media, welcome to the Dirty Chain Podcast, the podcast that covers the cycling scene from the viewpoint of the Michigan Midpack. I'm your host, Trevor. And this is Sheldon. In this episode, Sheldon and I sit down with John Conkling and John Mosley, race directors for Michigan Titanium, Grand Rapids Triathlon, and the new Dirty Mitten Gravel Triathlon happening this September. But before we get into that... Sheldon, winter is continuing. Um, I probably already know the answer, but how was your week in the midpack? Was there a week in the midpack? There was a weekend in the midpack. You and I went out last Sunday. We did. We had and no, I don't think we had any reason being out there. No, the, the weather was. There were a f- couple good days, uh, a couple good days recently with like amazing weather. And a lot of people got out, and I think we decided to go out on not one of those good days. Oh, that's right. It was snowing at the beginning. It was. It snowed the entire time. We had headwind every direction yeah. the entire time. <laughs> it was terrible. But we got out. Yeah, I think we that's... got out. We put down some nice, fresh tracks on a lot of the back roads out in Bath and Langsburg. And uh, while we were rolling through the peaceful quiet of the woods, um, my bottom bracket just started. Knock, knock. Yeah. Knock, knock. Who's there? Sheldon's bottom bracket. Oh, it was so constantly loud. <laughs> knocking and ruining. First drive side. First drive side. Ruining my. Actually, this was my but, first. Hold on. <laughs> this was my first outdoor ride of 2020, and you ruined it with your stupid. <laughs> first drive side, and uh, by the time we were finishing up, the uh, non-drive side was uh, knocking too. <laughs> Did you get it fixed? Yep. Uh, yeah, because it arrived Monday. My new bottom bracket arrived Monday, and uh, so it's all all back together and spinning quietly till the next amount of mud I throw into it. Yeah. Well, in typical uh, Michigan fashion, we've had kind of a swing of weather, so it we had some beautiful weather. But it's a catch-22 when we have the beautiful weather because you get the nice warm weather, and our roads just turn into just yeah, everything is muddy. icy, yep. muddy soup. But when you and I went out, it actually was cold, so the roads were pretty much frozen yeah pretty much the whole time and now we're getting some snow so i'm sure the fat bikers are they were out last night did you see the epic page yeah i i saw that and i'm and we're getting a little more snow so i'm sure they are pretty happy about that but there is a little bit of hope though it's february we're close we're, we're getting close to um march where the the gravel racing starts here in michigan um i i signed up for a race this week which kind of Put a little hope into me. Which um, one did you sign up for? So I signed up for the the Yankee Springs time trial. That's oh. in April. Um, I think it's the week after Barry. I believe so. Yeah. yeah. Same area. I mean, well, right down the street. Yeah, basically. Much. Yeah. So I signed up for that. Um, I know a lot of other people did. And Is that your only mountain bike race so far this year? So far. But I, I don't have a ton of races scheduled, but I plan to do. Start picking them up as you sure, know your schedule yeah. a little better. But not a lot of mountain biking. So I just thought. Yeah, it'd be fun. Yeah. Um, might as well. Well, and everything I've heard about Yankee is like, it's you have to do it. Yeah. The, so the one thing is, uh, I'm not, I'm not the most technical rider, and uh, I feel like the only thing I have going for me is maybe my endurance. And uh, so there was a kind of I I I didn't know if I should cho- choose the the sport class that does one lap. But like for the same price, you could do the expert classing. So what it you signed up for? So expert. I signed up for two laps, and I'm probably gonna die. But more bang for your buck. Yeah, exactly. 
Might as well. I'll probably be passed by a billion people. They'll probably be so pissed off at Remember, me. embrace the bonk. Yeah. Wisest words I ever. Bonk, I don't think I'll bonk. I'll just uh, not be as fast as the people that should be in expert class are going to be just really mad at me for like <laughs> for slowing them down. But I'll 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 uh, I don't know. I'll do. I'll, I, have, I have faith in you. Yeah. I'll I'll uh, I'll be okay. Hey, listen. We got a uh, a phone call from uh, one of our local riding friends, Jeff Hyatt. Uh, Jeff also does a lot of mountain biking and fat biking. Yeah, and uh, I mean, he, I think he said he just got in the trainer for the first time all winter this yeah, week. Yeah, he's been he's, riding he's... outside quite a bit. So he takes us through his 2020 season. Very cool. Why don't we, uh, why don't we take a listen to that? Hey, Trevor and Sheldon. Jeff Hyatt here. I just thought I'd call and let you guys know what I had going on for 2020 season. Um, for starters, last weekend I did the winter shakedown at Yankee Springs to test out my bike packing supplies. Uh, we got five inches of snow the night before and then freezing rain and then two plus hours of storm rain during the ride. Uh, it was definitely the epitome of a hashtag bad idea ride. Uh, it was great overall, but man, I broke a lot of stuff, uh, crashed quite a bit. Everyone did. We all had a great time. Uh, probably one of the biggest things is I am a specialized in bath sugar for 2020, which is very exciting. Uh, hopefully, this means I'll be getting a couple new bikes this year and some other gear, as well as uh, many new opportunities. Uh, like all Michigan cyclists, I'll be doing the Barry Roubaix this year. Um, I'll also be doing um, an event by Roy Krantz called the Kranza. There's two different lengths for that. I believe it's an 85 and 170 miles. It's a free event, so you all should check it out. It's on BikeRedge.com. Um, I'll also be doing the Crusher 100. I dipped my toes in with the 30-miler last year, and it was probably one of the most epic and beautiful 30-mile rides I've ever been on. I'll also be doing the March Gathic 50. Um, hopefully, I'll be doing my first Iceman. Uh, but I think I'm probably most excited about doing the Michigan Off-Road Expedition Route, which is also known as the Moore Route. That is from the Indiana-Michigan border to the Mackinac Bridge. It was created by Matt Acker. Um, I'll be bikepacking that, hopefully, seven- to eight-day trip. I'm really, really looking forward to that. Um, and then before that, I'll be doing more bikepacking trips up in the Manatee National Forest to kind of test out my gear and just do some more exploring. Uh, I just wanted to say uh, I love your guys' podcast. I listen to podcasts every day, and your guys is definitely in my top three so I'd say keep up the good work, Trevor and Sheldon, and I'll see y'all in the mid-pack. Like Jeff, don't forget if you want to chime in, let us know about the events or races or rides that you have planned. Make sure you call in and let us know. Before we get into our conversation with John and John, there are a couple recent news items in the gravel world that I thought we should uh, discuss a little bit. One was the uh, retiring of the salsa chase, and uh, let's talk about that first. Yeah, that was uh man. Reading it from the viewpoint of the chase was kind of kind of stabbed you right in the heart. It it was it was rough. Now I know both you and I had the we have our patches. Yeah, we have our patches. We were fortunate enough to to experience the chase. Different they, different chases too. I had the gold one and you had the I red think, one. I think it was. No, I had the gold one. And I had the red one? I know we had opposite ones. Yeah, I, I think I had the... I think it was, it was either a different chaise or it was just reupholstered. <laughs> I'm sure they reupholstered. They're probably like, there's so much just It's grime. probably <laughs> disgusting, so... Um, but yeah, like, part of me was very sad because it's it's something to look forward to on these bigger gravel races. And you know the, the race kind of has some credibility, when, when it when is salsa finds yep, it absolutely you know worth bringing the chase out for but uh and then part of me kind of understood as gravel grows it's got to be harder um for the salsa team to get that chaise that couch around yeah and uh and coordinate all of that well, they even transport that turntable thing for it for at the expos oh yeah yeah i mean, I mean they, that goes a, to the events it's a whole it's a whole system um it's quite the production but then, but then another part of me was wondering, is this 
where we see the downfall of gravel. I, I kind of had that weird butterfly feeling too, where it's like gravel thrives on that quirkiness that, I mean, what road race are riders going to get off their bike to take a picture on a piece of furniture? No, like you can't even slow down to grab your feed bag, but gravel, all the pros stop. I, I right. mean, they, they had a hashtag, not too pro to chase right. or, or something like that. Sure. And I don't know the exact reasoning why they are retiring it, but it kind of can look like now that maybe gravel is a little too serious for the chaise. And and I and I hope that's not the case um, because we need that. And I don't think it's necessarily Salsa's responsibility to provide that quirkiness because we all can provide that in our own ways. Well, but- no, I've seen I've seen some of the newer rate or like uh, grassroot races throwing like a used couch just in the middle of and just kind of replicating and the, kind of replicating yeah. it so i mean as long as it just doesn't turn into this you know arrow and weight everything and every second counts correct yeah i just kind of like I, a yeah i don't want to see gravel go that way yeah kind of like a triathlon we'll, <laughs> we'll get there <laughs> but anyways it's yeah it's sad uh and um but i'm thankful for salsa for for taking that couch around everywhere posting the pictures for free for us i mean and you, you and don't for, have to pay for them and for what it did for the uh the different races and promoting those different races i mean there was uh coast to coast locally we had one yep. at coast to coast so very cool salsa for all that you did and uh Some cool for the memories shays. i mean yeah you know going forward all those pictures that people were posting afterwards it was oh recollection stories yeah. but it's gonna be cool you know looking back say 10 years from now and just being like i was a part of this i was a part of the chase yep. I, I, I have my patch i have my picture i remember stopping at you know some ungodly mile or mile and stop and smile so earlier in the week i was sad i felt like gravel lost something um, with the retirement of the Shays. But then a couple days later, I feel like Gravel gained something. And one of the one of my bucket list Gravel events that I want to take part in is the Belgian Waffle Ride in California. And That's they, a trek if you're coming from Michigan. <laughs> that is a trek. Absolutely. They just announced that they are going to put on two additional Belgian Waffle Rides in different parts of the country for 2020. Yeah, we're getting Southern Utah for uh, Hell of the South, and then we're getting Hell of the North Carolina out on the East Coast. In, uh, in Asheville area. Yeah, it's going to be in the Asheville area, yeah. um, which means there's going to be some climbing. So they will, of course, be totally different routes, totally different events, but um, I love the idea of kind of uh building that whole Belgian waffle community. And so... Uh, and it's a cool concept. It's, you know, the one, the the first one, the original, it's 140 miles. I don't, did they announce the mileage for the new ones yet? We I don't should, know. I'm sure we can expect them to be over 100 miles and, again, throw that terrain mix-up of there's not going to be a perfect bike. Correct, yeah. I mean, you're going to get a big chunk of gravel and a big chunk of pavement. I think uh, one of the biggest hurdles in... Um, some of these gravel events is just travel in general. So opening it up to the different sides of the country is is super cool. So very cool about the Belgian waffle ride, and I look forward to doing this. Maybe Sheldon too. Uh, as it's we, definitely on my as, bucket list. Yep. I mean, it went from one. Now there's three. Sweet. Yep. Thanks, guys. <laughs> now we have to do them all. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta collect them all. It's like Pokemon, but it hurts. <laughs> well, that's right, folks. You heard us correctly at the beginning of the episode. We are talking about triathlons, but not just any triathlon, specifically a gravel triathlon. John and John came in and we actually, we had a pretty great conversation. And as much as we like to kind of poke fun at them for being triathletes and triathlon race directors, they have some gravel cred. Yeah. uh, Well, well, one of them has gravel cred. John Mosey. You'll, you'll hear he about his, land run. he went to land run, which you'll hear about. And then we also had a gravel virgin, which you'll also hear about. So, um, so they rolled in, dropped down a case of Bell's hop slam. We cracked some beers. Let's hear what they had to say. Hey, 
Yeah, that was the closest I've ever come to quitting. It was, I was so undertrained. We got, I was like mile 60, <laughs> It's a tough course. And I actually, there was a fence. I just got off for a while, threw my bike <laughs> over it, uh, texted my wife. She could just start selling all my bike shit. I didn't need it nice. anymore. I'm done with this. I'm never riding my bike again. Was, it, was that the way she fell over? Yeah. 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 And then you fell on it. You fell. I got a video. It went a little viral at home because I came back and I go into my bike shop and they're like, Hey, you got to see this. Look what this idiot did in land run. It's like, do you recognize that purple Jersey? <laughs> like, that, yeah, that does look familiar. Yeah. You sold it like last weekend to me. <laughs> oh shit. That's you Mosey. Was that your first like big gravel race? No, no, no. I've done like coast to coast and mm-hmm. you know Barry every year and where's that stupid. It was video? the first slow motion fall off a of bike though. Wait, was it in the mud pit where like it you was do the that river like crossing? Oh, at the river. The guy crossing. in front yep. of me just stopped, um, and it was a you know like a foot of almost just straight up. Yeah. There's nowhere to go. Yeah, it, so. well, you, it's it's a gradual into the water yep. and then coming out of the water is just not like so gradual. <laughs> yeah, here you go. Play on that. You'll figure out who's me pretty quick. Oh, no. Oh, right in the water, too. Oh, full submersion. And I, I'm sitting there, and I look up, and there's a volunteer sitting right there with her phone out. I'm like, please, I wonder if the please drone had, got that. I wonder if the drone got that, because when I went through there, they had a drone hovering above a drone. the water. Really? But yeah, yeah. I, I stopped just soaking wet, talked to the volunteer. I'm like, will you please send that to me? Wait, and that's right before the chase, right? Wasn't it like it three or right four after. miles before, or was it right after? The I don't remember. It's all, it's all blurred, man. I'd have, I guess look at my chase picture. How dirty well, And it when was. I got to the chase, I was like, does anybody have water? And they're like, we have whiskey. I'm like, I don't want – it's like mile 82. <laughs> I'm like, I were literally just dying. You guys have to drive me back. Yeah. <laughs> no, it must have been right after because my chase picture is pretty clean. Oh, the rest man. of it, not so much. Uh, it's a crazy event. It's Yeah, it's worth doing. Um, Bobby Wintle's a good hug man should we get in some beers sure yeah absolutely what's uh what do we have it's the the bane of my dry january every year for the last oh. two years and i forget they release hop slam in january yeah there's Thanks one so. for you hop slam man. so we have bells which is we have to head two bells this spring for oh yeah for ice man ice man you guys early you guys ever done ice man i've signed up for ice man <laughs> twice three times There's and I, i've never actually something always comes up and i just give my entry to someone or sell it first time i joined the first year i joined apex um the team over in grand rapids someone needed a mountain bike so i gave him my mountain bike and it was the mud year I was 14 terrified to get it back because i'd heard so many horror stories of just, like my derailleur's gonna be in yeah, the spokes it looked like it just came off the showroom floor it's like wow really he's a good dude because <laughs> i don't know if everyone would have returned it like that <laughs> i was not looking forward to getting that back well i i uh, was out for a ride or uh, we were out for a ride yesterday and my bottom bracket has gone to crap and i blame it 100 percent on ice man sure I mean, my bike was just a mess, and then we were riding. I think that bottom bracket has, like, four months on it, but Iceman. Iceman did a number on it. Iceman did a number on a lot of things, a lot of people, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, Ted King DQ'd. Yeah. Uh, Payson. So, John, without an H, are, do you ride a lot, or are you I'm into I'm a the- total gravel virgin. Okay. Completely. I'm, I'm, I'm more of a try guy, mm-hmm. um, runner and everything, and he's he's been trying to get me to do gravel for a couple of years now. So now speaking, of, speaking of tries, though, so this is not going to be your first triathlon that you guys are putting on. No. You no. guys are race directors at heart. What's the history of it? Um, well, basically, I mean, we, we are officially took over Grand Rapids Tri this year okay. um, and Michigan Titanium. So, you know, these two huge Two of the biggest ones races. in the state. And, I mean, we've done both the events. Uh, Grand Rapids was my first one in 2012 and kind of got me into this whole scene and, you know, got me doing Ironman races and, you know, everything else. But, um, yeah, we just kind of right time, right place this past year and fell into the opportunity of, of coming on board and taking it over and yeah we're we're all in now so did you start originally as a triathlete or did you were you a runner i feel like everyone I, starts somewhere i was they... i was like the i was the dad who had not exercised in 10 years because we were trying to raise a family and and finally you know when we we kind of kids settled down a little bit and 
you know, job settled down. I was like, I, I should start running again. And, and then, you know, ran and, and uh, lost a little bit of weight and then signed up for GR Tri, not knowing what the hell a triathlon was. Did you start sprint? Olympic? Oh, no, I jumped in Olympic. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I honestly didn't even know the distances. I was like, yeah, I can do that. I feel good. I'm dropping weight and side stroke the whole thing. Took me, God, I don't even, I mean, probably close to an hour to do that swim. It was, it was ridiculous. And it was a hot year. So it was miserable. I hated it until I finished. And I was like, I got to do this again. Did you meet through tries? Yeah. 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 And it's swim. That's yeah, we're master swim class. Yeah. Master swim class. And there was a lane of Johns, the two of us, yeah. and actually John Irwin who is um, the regional president at Huntington. Okay. Uh, and Who's our, sponsor our title sponsor, and he's kind of the driving force behind the GR Tri existing. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And somehow Off the get-go, he was yeah, yeah, since day one. Day one yeah, day yeah one. the original owners and Andy Vidro kind of approached Huntington because they knew he was a Tri guy. Now, and how many years which, have the two, uh, Michigan Titanium and Grand Rapids Tri, what, what are the time spans that they've been basically, in Basically, GR started in 2011. Um, so this is our 10th year. It's, it's a really big year. And then mm -hmm. um, they had that, that first race. It was really successful. They had like know, 900 people, um, which was way bigger than what they expected. And then they're like, well, let's, let's do a full. Let's do titanium the next year. Um, and they actually told, called it Michigan Iron for about a week until Iron Man kind of squashed that. <laughs> Knocking on the door. Yeah, with you know, <laughs> exactly. oh, oh, yeah. sent a nice thick packet is, is the way the story goes. But, yeah, I mean, that, that's going on its ninth year now. So um, I did it. It's second year, which was a great, great race. I did a half that year. and Between um, the two races. So there, Grand Rapids offers, you have Sprint, Olympic, you know, half, half, Relay, Aqua Bike, Swim Only now. Um, so there's a lot of different events. And then Mai Tai has um, Olympic, half, and full. So, okay. I mean, we are the only full iron distance you know, in the whole state. So that's amazing. Which and that's when they actually awesome. came up with the, the tagline, iron rusts, titanium doesn't. Is when they got the season. Yeah. Assist order. Yeah. As, as a little, Oh, I like it. Throwback to, uh, the letter that they got. But. Wait, isn't the, isn't the new, <laughs> isn't there a new iron man up in Traverse uh, city? Yeah. 70.3. Yep. Yeah. It's a half, a half. Okay. Yeah. So it's not a full. No. Okay. Yeah, that's like steelhead. Steelhead's only a half. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, but I mean, it's within a couple of weeks of my tie, and and you know, at first, you know, we're like, uh, you know, but you guys are so established at this point. I mean, it helped if, honestly yeah, because I it really. sold out so quick that you know, guys had buddies who were doing that who couldn't get in, so they're like, well, hell, we'll do my tie, you know, two weeks before, and still train together and and still kind of get that experience. So. And if they want the full, they have the full as an exactly. option. I mean, yeah, that's that's cool. So in distance, what's the next closest full distance triathlon? I mean, that would be. Probably Wisconsin or um, Louisville. Louisville probably. Oh, so you guys really have quite a bubble. Yeah, I mean, there's there's nothing within you know six or eight hours drive. So it's, have it's you have you done cool. a have you done a full or uh, I haven't done it at my tie. Um, I've done two full Ironman. Okay. Uh, with you know branded Ironman races, I was actually going to do my tie this year because I had signed up for uh, two Ironman races, <laughs> or or last year rather, and then we kind of fell into this race director thing. So those entries just went. Poof, um, and you know, I couldn't do my tie because <laughs> his wife was signed up too. So four, yeah, entr four, four entries, entries that we kind of just. Oh, so everyone's. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of a little bit of a left turn in uh, in life, but. Um, so how how yeah. did you even get into the directing? So I mean, if you, this you is take this one. if this is uh, <laughs> it's, it's all him. brand new, right? So yep. was this the, this was the first year that did you direct them in 2019? We shadowed okay. the okay. directors that, the entire season. Great. So, Basically, yeah. a print. I yeah. mean, we had all the we we had the whole experience without any responsibility, which was oh, great. That's, yeah. that's you know, yeah. So twenty twenty will be all you guys. Yep. Yeah, don't yeah. mess it up. That's the rule. Yeah, guiding principle. Yeah, but we're we're in it because of him basically because he he asked the right question at the right time. Yeah, like actually training for Ironman Louisville twenty sixteen on a tri bike. I got lost. Um, pulled up google maps it said oh there's a road just like half a mile through that trail i'll take the trail on my tri bike it had like 25s on it it'll work and i got about half a mile in and then it just turned to sand and that next road was a jeep two track were you about, on sager no no no. this was in petoskey actually <laughs> um and it was about i ended up about two miles of hike a bike and because i'm stubborn i wouldn't turn around and i'm sitting there walking through it going man someone should have a gravel try it'd be awesome and it kind of sat there and just thought about it for a couple of years didn't really have the resources to put it on and this year i 
or well, last year I kind of started asking questions and got to talking to Ann and Andy Vidro about renting some equipment and things. And oddly enough, it was on a road trip down to Land Run. A buddy mentioned that he had had lunch with Ann and they were kind of looking for a change. They had full-time jobs. They've got a, a three-year-old girl now who's you know quite busy, as all three-year-olds are. And they were just just only so many hours in a day. Yeah. Um, so I started talking to her and walked out of a meeting and called him. And before I even said, you know, this is not a one person job before I was even through with that, he's like, I'm in. And yeah, yeah it was like it's, it's, perfect timing. Cause it was right after land run. So it was right as they start ramping up for the GR try in June. And yeah, like I said, we just shattered him all year. And yeah, I mean, literally life was going along. It was on a Thursday. He has his meeting on a Friday and it was just hard left turn. And we've been a hundred miles an hour ever since just going down that path so this year's gonna be three events yeah we talked about two of them mm-hmm. but we're here you guys are here to talk about the new one for 2020 well, you right? i mean i, w- I want to be uh perfectly clear the only reason we let you down here <laughs> is know, because know, there's a gravel yeah, trial yeah, yeah you were yeah, just I talking know. about 25 and, and i kind of cringed a little bit i'm like 25 this is wild we're huge on that bike man you should see the the rub underneath Oh, and I complain pain. about rub with 40s on one of my frames. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I need a bike that can handle bigger than that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got a Warbird now, so I, I take that on the, the tri bike rather than my Cervelo P2. But yeah, let's talk about the race we weren't going to put on this year because we were going to be uh, conservative and responsible. I have problems. Uh, with, screw yeah. responsible. Yeah. That, that last. Don't you know week. our hashtag? Yeah, bad decisions. Yeah, I, I, well, have, I have problems yeah. with impulse control. That's what got me into all this endurance sports stuff starting years ago and i feel like that's what ties this entire community yeah, together exactly. it's like as much as all the different i mean runners make fun of triathletes triathletes are making fun of the cyclists yeah we're all making fun of each other but we're all just yeah. terrible about impulse yeah, and we're yeah, just like absolutely oh let's just do this are you prepared mm-hmm. oh no, no i'm not no, prepared we'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's a terrible idea what time yeah, yeah. Right? i'll be there yeah. what should i bring yeah exactly so were you um you were signed up to uh direct the the what uh michigan titanium yep, and, and then grand also rapids. grand rapids yep. and so that's when you were thinking maybe you don't um do the gravel try this this right. well the dirty mitten right yeah um so maybe you hold off on that is yeah. that what you were thinking yeah let's wait a year let's sure. get our you know that would get make our sense. legs underneath us and, sense. and just get through it and that lasted till well you know, we took over end of the summer i think that lasted till what the first week of september yeah john's job is the self-professed human guardrail for him like he and my wife have discussions about how do you keep john on track and just not coming up with this sounds so familiar (laughs) so yeah so i I mentioned it to john and john's like that's an awesome idea we should do it and i kind of did a double take i was like really sweet well here's all my ideas I've got it all written down. I've got it all figured out yeah. already. And we had the venue like yep. locked down within a couple of weeks of that. Yep. I mean, we were rolling. Yeah, Where, I, where's I, it going to start from? Camp Manitoulin in Middleville. So just west of Hastings. Okay. Um, if you think of Barrier Bay, the the Sa- Sager section on Barrier Bay on like the 36 and the 62-mile course, mm-hmm. just like straight north of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, how many miles of Sager are you trying to tie into the it's cycling gonna section? It's going to be about a mile and a half or two. And it's going to be the section to the east of the traditional Sager section at Barry. I think they use it on the 100. Okay. I, I have, I have, the 100 this year is completely new. And we actually, we've been talking about getting out there and trying to ride the course because we have no yeah. idea what it's going to happen. Yeah, they, changed, and, they yeah. changed it up a bit. We had the Akers on yep. our last episode, yeah. and Matt kind of alluded to it's going to be pretty hellish. Mm-hmm. I like how, it, like, the other distances are like, oh, you know, we'll kind of balance it depending on how the day is going. Right. Oh, the 100? Screw you guys. Yeah. You guys are riding it. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. So. Did you do the 100 last year? No. Okay. No, I was burned out, man. Did you do Barry last yeah, year? Yeah, I did the 36 last year. Okay, yeah, so you would have been with our buddy Brett. Our buddy Brett did the 36 last year. Yeah, yeah, I've done... The, the, the every distance there except for the hundred. Okay, are you going to be there this year? Yeah, yeah, I'm signed up for the the giant eighteen miler this year. <sighs> we have to give you some shit on this. <laughs> I mean, like you're here at the table. Well, well, you know, training for things like like coast to coast, they completely skew your idea of riding, and it's gotten to the point where if I'm not going to go for three or four hours, why would I even bother to get my kit dirty and have to wash it and things and. I've actually gone back to, to running a little bit because I can go do something for a half hour 
and feel like I did something productive. Where with, with you know, a, oh, we don't a, talk about running here. With, <laughs> with a day job, I with, saw him space out a little. He's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> with the day job, I, I, I do coaching as well, and with the triathlons, mm-hmm. there's only so many hours in a day. I look at my bike. It's I, I put it on the trainer. That's as far as I got, though. I look at it occasionally. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I think I've been on the trainer like three times this entire winter. So I, I actually signed back up for Zwift, but I haven't actually signed in and used it yet. So I don't think they're billing me. I can hope can we talk about the greatest feeling ever is in the spring when you cancel Zwift? Oh, I love and it. they send you the email. Would, are you sure you wanted to yeah, cancel? Yeah, I'm like, you back. And yeah. I'm like, big smile. I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, no, I, I didn't, I'm just doing trainer road this year. I'm kind of avoiding Zwift. Zwift, Zwift and I aren't friends. <laughs> the problem I run into with some of my athletes that are on Zwift is you have to have self-control if you're. That's his problem. Yeah, this, I can't that's, have that's my problem like, I'll, too. I'll be, Someone I'll, passes you and you, you, you take off, right? Yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah. all right, let's sit at zone two for the next hour and a half. And then someone goes by and I'm like zone four exactly yeah <laughs> yeah it's like a you know red in front of a bull oh I mean, yeah, yeah you can't handle you, it you can't do that although it's really depressing as you go do alpha zwift or something where when you're riding they take the incline into account at your speed but mm-hmm. when you're running they don't really no so i've had people pass me you know running oh, 10 yeah. minute miles yeah. and they're just oh that's some BS. right by me and i get ticked i just turn so around. you just all of a sudden have to just crank it no i just turn around they go, <laughs> then you go 65 miles an hour down the hill and you feel better so let's go back to so uh, Dirty Benton. Yep. Um, it was a race that almost didn't happen this year. This year. Yep. And uh, so yeah, so give us a few of the details then about uh, so where does it it starts Middleton is that Middleville Middleville so, yep, Camp Manitoulin okay uh, which is actually where I went to camp as a kid so a lot of good memories there yeah. uh, Tridel Soul as a, a triathlon there to benefit my team Triumph so they're pretty used to putting one on. Um, we're limited to 600 people just because of parking. Mm-hmm. But if we hit that, I will. We will be creative. Yeah, we have and finding more parking spots well, and course, course, shuttling course, people. So yeah. um, and what time yeah. of year is this then? Be End of September. Carpool. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's one thing we're pushing. <laughs> What's yeah, the date? For sure. Uh, September 27th. September 27th. Yep. And what are the distances going to be offered? Sprint-ish. An Olympic-ish. I love it. Because <laughs> I don't really care what the distances are. I, I want it to be a good course. Yeah. That's more important to me, and especially the bike course, because that's what I really like. Uh, this, the sprint is just a pretty straight, flat, out and back. It's more for people who, they want to see what this gravel thing's mm-hmm. all about. I mean, we went to the USAT conference out in Arizona last week, and one of the biggest the attended panels was the one discussing gravel. And it was shocking. These people, wow. they didn't know anything about gravel. Really? It was very interesting. Um, but, yeah, so the the longer one is going to be, I think I'm up to 34-ish miles, the last course. Yeah, it's it's been kind of ebbing and flowing a little bit. Just so, but with the course itself? Yeah, just nailing down kind of, you know, which sections we're going to use. What kind of rules are you guys going to be following? Is this going to be, like, nobody within, you know, that was it three yeah, meters? Yeah, is this draft or, legal? Or is this... I'm, I'm hoping to make it draft legal. Um, we need to see what kind of hoops we have to jump yeah, through. Is it going to be through what you, USAT? Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's that. That was yeah. my question yeah. then. Yeah. But they do have some different rules for. So, you can have a gravel tri. Or do you have to like uh, register it as just a triathlon that has gravel? Technically, I think it's considered a road try because to them, off road is Xterra. It's single track mountain. Sure. Right. Um, do you so for? the the running are you going to be running on pavement or are you going to be running on trail trail yeah they actually so there's have a trail a, run yeah yeah they they've got a really cool like horse farm and they had like an old 5k like uh, um, snowshoe race that they used to do back in the day and that those trails are still there really so yeah they're supposed to be really cool and and we're we're going out there and cleaning them up and where's the swim going to be right right in the lake right there what's that little Lake Barlow yeah Lake Barlow pretty clear lake. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, good it's not bad. Swimming. No, it needs to be. If you're doing like a gravel try, it needs to be a bog. Like, yeah, you know, you know, we'll, with leeches we'll throw some and, seaweed in there and, and you know make it grow. But, if you're, if you're but, not leaving with leeches, yeah. then come on. Is it going to be aerobar legal? Depends on if it's draft legal or right. not. Yeah, mm-hmm. that will determine that. 
Okay. Yeah. I mean, realistically, it's not that long a course. It's not like going out and doing DK or coast yeah. to coast. That you're, you're in really, a headwind for yeah, 150 you, yeah, miles. Yeah, you're riding no. solo for six hours. So the uh, so the bike portion, um, what would you say like the conditions of the roads are? You're not using seasonal roads, are you? Or are you? Mm-hmm. Sager. Well, the, yeah. yeah oh, you are Sager. Oh, yeah. That's fantastic. That's, yeah. That yeah, was, so the sprint won't really experience that, yeah. but the olympic for sure yeah my yeah. whole goal with the olympic is that i want it to be difficult so i wonder I what like the perfect races. i wonder what the perfect bike would be i mean it'd there be is your, none. yeah that's that's, that's gravel that, yeah. that's, that's what, what makes it yes. fun is do you bring the mountain bike and be a little bit slower mm-hmm. on 85 percent of the course but you're so much faster through that two mile section i mean i i've i've lost minutes and minutes to people on fat bikes uh, at barrier bay on sager road just yeah, if you have a dust, I'm a if you have a dusty year yeah and I'm, I'm a triathlete so I, I don't really handle my bike well anyways so i always fall over on sager road first well, the I problem went, was you were riding your tri bike on sager road first time i went down sager road 28 <laughs> yeah that's probably about what i had <laughs> It was yeah, terrible. It was not good. Like and last year I was so excited. I, I timed it perfect. I made that left onto Sager. There was no one near me. And I got swallowed up by a pack of faster people behind me and just mm-hmm. nowhere to go. They were just hold a line and they were watching issue, people. Yeah. Oh, it was just the you know, in general gravel people are pretty laid back. These were not the laid back gravel people and they were not pleasant. And I ended up going over and yeah. And most of my falls as a, a grown-up on my bike or on Sager Road, <laughs> other than mountain biking. I'm or if you're that. not in Oklahoma. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And river crossings. I'm not good at those either, apparently. Actually, could you send us that video? That'd be great. Yeah. That needs to go. Like, <laughs> yeah, we'll send it I think what that happens, should be our intro. <laughs> what a triathlete <laughs> goes to land road, you know? <laughs> Well, I thought we had to swim, right? Isn't that part of this? Um, I'm wondering if this triathlon is like a gateway to triathlons for gravel cyclists or is it a gateway to gravel for triathletes you know you know i think it's a gateway for triathletes to gravel to gravel yeah because Mm -hmm. i mean a lot of our our buddies who are in the tri world i mean they're they're moving the gravel in the fall just because they they're burned out you know our roads suck you might as well be on a gravel bike anyways or you know they've had too many issues just with cars and everything else and they're just looking for something fun to do i mean that's what I came from the crit world. Mm-hmm. He was road racing, mm-hmm. and it's and if you're in Michigan, yeah, it's abysmal. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, it's terrible. Uh, the Michigan Road Race uh, Association they just put up their schedule like two weeks ago, and I looked at it. When I first started crits, you almost had to pick and choose your weekends because mm-hmm. there was just races every weekend. Right. I looked at it this year. I'm like, there's nothing. Like, there's like I don't know, eight races over yeah. the season, and it's like. But then on the flip side, you look at the Michigan Gravel Race Series, and it's and they're thriving. having, a, they're having right. to pick and choose what races what? they put into it. That, yeah, that gravel like, panel at Endurance Exchange in Arizona, they had um, a guy from Active there, the registration company. I think he yeah. said there was over eight hundred gravel events in the country now. Oh, I believe it. It's it's just it's crazy. Just in Michigan alone, I mean, you look at what's in the race series compared yep. to what's new and upcoming, mm-hmm. and it's just like. Every weekend is full, and like you talk to some of the race directors, and they're trying to pick their weekends, and it's like, I mean, yeah. I, I have a spreadsheet of every gravel race, every running race, every triathlon to, to try to find a weekend for yeah, this. We almost and didn't. Yeah, it was trying to not step on anyone's toes, and it's tough. Yeah, every uh, weekend. Yeah, and Nick Stanko was on, and he was like, "I just picked the one that oh, was yeah. on Orta Shore because he's like, it's eight hours away, so yep. let's just go with that." Even though it, he knows he's going to lose racers to yep. it, you just have to. Instead of trying to pick what is an open weekend, you have to look at, well, this is far enough away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Now, you guys are, when you're pitching your race, are do you feel like you're focusing more towards the triathletes? Yeah, in a marketing way? Um, For your reach, are, when, you, when you guys are reaching out? It's going to be more triathletes. I mean, a lot of the people that I, I ride with, even if they're doing Ironman training, they'll still go do long rides on yeah. their gravel bikes because you can go for six hours and see three cars. Yeah, you and know, feel safe. It, yeah, no it, one buzzes. It's, you it's go so on a gravel safer. road and you wave to any. It could be a big diesel pickup that yep. would probably coal roll you right. on the road. Exactly. You wave to them on a gravel road and they wave back. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, kind of, kind of the big thing with this race is you know we've got as far as from the tri world, you know, Grand Rapids is kind of the season opener for for that sport in mm-hmm. our area. I mean, it's the biggest race around. Um, you know, people 
get get that going. Then they're moving on to either all other local races. They're doing Ironman training. Um, but you know, by the time like you know August September kind of hits, everybody's burned out. Oh yeah. You know, and, and we don't really have a closer. And we thought with this, I mean, this could be something really fun, different. You know, they, they can just kind of cut loose a little bit with it and 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 close down their season before they're you know just riding. And it's not just roads. it's not that crazy serious like. I mean, that's kind of the, the triathletes have that persona. <laughs> right. I mean, there's the reputation. I, I know. Very serious. <laughs> very intense. You're, you're, yeah, you're doing your training with yep. the aero helmet on. Mm-hmm. and You're you not know. wearing socks. Like, what? what oh, is that? Come on, I socks, know. people. I know. This, this is. <laughs> I've been that guy. Yeah. The, <laughs> I the goal for this is a gravel race. Yeah. The feel of a gravel race. Is there going to be? Like, like Barrier Bay type stuff. What's the beverage going to be afterwards? That's the tough spot because it's at a Christian camp. YMCA has some rules about that. Yeah. So, so we, could, we, could tried, we, get a, we tried to go up the food chain and, and get some could waivers we get, for that. Could we get some blessings of wine? <laughs> uh, <laughs> potentially, potentially. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, that, that's kind of the only, the only hurdle we haven't been able to get over, unfortunately. But, uh, okay. that, that was a big one we really wanted. But it's got to um, be tough. I mean, you, you got to follow the rules, of course, and it, you can't kind of can't have a, a really cool location. And then if it, if, like it's 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 worth maybe just not having a beer at the yeah, end. Yeah, I mean that's still the rub. A cool there, there's so few locations, yeah. and this checks off every one of our boxes. As except far that, as, except Half, that halfway yep. point hand ups. <laughs> what people want it there's a there's a <laughs> little turn off. The I have no idea. There's yeah. a little turn off on Sager Road that if people wanted to park there and do hand ups, it's, it's a it's a public road, right? You could probably get some cross people off. You start saying there's <laughs> beer hand ups. <laughs> just saying. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're it's trending more triathletes right now. Right now it is. Um, but, I mean, that's kind of been the audience we've been pushing at so right now. So, when, have you had a lot of triathletes kind of reaching out because they're – I feel like the gravel bikes themselves are probably a little daunting. If you're coming mm. into into gravel, I mean, tire clearance, all this stuff that right. the average triathlete probably doesn't even think about. They're thinking aerodynamics, mm. weight, and position. Now you're like – Tire clearance, the crank well, like, size. I mean, that's kind of a good point, and it's kind of why I asked: is this is this more geared toward a triathlete looking to expand into gravel, or a gravel cyclist looking to do something different, like a triathlon? But um, in terms of investment, uh, a gravel cyclist already has a, a gravel bike. Yep. Right. So it's like they're they probably have a pair of running shoes, or yep. they like easily get a pair of running yeah. shoes. So their investment is almost nothing. Mm-hmm. But if I mean, till they drowned in the lake. Till they drowned in the lake. <laughs> or they Their investment was life. <laughs> or, or a duathlon. Yeah, do a duathlon or, or a relay because we yeah. got both of those. But so were you exactly. were you at all concerned that it, putting this on, you're asking uh, triathletes to probably buy a new bike? I mean, no. kind of. Hey. Have you met a triathlete? I mean, come on. <laughs> I'd love to to buy all the bikes, but uh, it still is It's a, like a hurdle. Not everyone can... It, it, it it is a hurdle, but like we said, we we know you know a lot of people in the community. I mean, there are they've already moved the gravel in the fall. I mean, that just from a safety standpoint. So they've they already, have the they bike. already have the bike. Okay. And, we tell people you don't you don't need a fancy bike. Just That's true. Show yeah. up on yeah. whatever you got. Yeah, I started gravel on a uh, specialized Roubaix, mm-hmm. twenty eight gravel yep. kings, and I rode that thing for two years. Yeah, I had uh, what a Trek XO one cyclocross bike. Yeah, with. Yeah, it's probably about 28s on it. And yeah, I rode that for the first two or three years till I got it my It was warboard. perfect. Yeah, I got me through coast to coast. If I can do 20 hours on that. You did 20. Wait, coast to coast 28s? No, 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 not that. By then I'd, I'd upgraded oh. the tires, but we oh were. We, I was about to be like. <laughs> no, we were. I've just lost my title of bad decisions. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. I yeah, we, we paced it a little conservatively and we were out there 20 hours and we were some of the last people to come through. So that sand section the first year, I spent two hours debating if I was going to hug Mark when I crossed the finish line or punch him. Just sucker punch him. When I crossed the finish line, he ran away yelling, don't hit me. So I was not the first person to come through with that idea. Wow. Yeah, that was pretty That's brutal. That's a rough day. That was a long day. Yeah, that's what... So Matt Acker helped build the course. Build the course, and he said he gets a lot of questions, or people say, "Hey, yeah, well, I did the coast to coast," and then it usually is followed up by, uh, "I hate you," or yeah, yeah. like, "Why did you do this to me?" Or, <laughs> uh, well, yeah. I mean, Sancho with their fifty miles of sand. <sighs> yeah. Did you do Sancho? No. Do Sancho? I was tempted to. So it's a very interesting race, and in the fact that 
the signs are handwritten. It's out of Einstein Cycles parking lot, and there was like yeah. 80 of us, and it had like a 70-something percent like DNF rate. And there's there's four aid stations. You go past two gas stations, and there's no – like if you get caught getting ex- or like help from the outside, you're DQ'd. <laughs> and it is just like – Every time you hit sand, it's like five or seven miles. And then I hit the aid, the last aid station at like 175. And I asked the guy, I was like, how much sand is left? He's like, oh, you guys are done with sand. I hit 188 and there's this, as far as you can see, the stretch of sand. I just got off my bike, picked up my bike, threw it in a bush yep. and just started stopping. Like I was, luckily I was in the middle of nowhere, but I was just screaming at the top of my lungs. Yeah, just, you're done. Yes, that was us at coast to coast. We 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 finished up with the chase, and they're like, "You only got a few miles to go." We're like, "Awesome!" Like two three hours after that, you know, we're still out there. It was it you, was brutal. Did you do it with a group? Uh, we started with three of us. Uh, two of us finished. One of them hated single track. So that section through the the national forest where you're up over the river, and that was awesome. That was like my favorite part it's the of the most course. Part. He disagreed. He uh, dropped out after that. Oh, really? <laughs> really? Yeah, he was pissed. Do you think you'll be back? Me? Oh yeah. yeah. Are you doing it this year? I can, no, I don't have time yeah, this your year. Schedules yeah, just... with with the other races and stuff. But yeah, I'll be back. Speaking of, Mark's so, a buddy. So now you're managing or, or directing three mm-hmm. triathlons. Are you looking to do any more? Is that like you're maxed? I'm always looking for what's next. Yeah, I got ideas. So this is directed at no. This was directed at him because I, we already know yeah, yeah, we're not maxed. So, yeah, I'm, I'm the I'm the guardrail guy. We're not maxed. Yeah, my, my so, wife and I will be out no. like hiking at uh, like Pickerel Lake, a little you know nature area by us, and I'll I'll call him like, hey, I got a trail run, all mapped out. I got all the GPS figured out. We can do these distances. We'll start here. Okay, John. Uh, so. Is th- has this become your day job, or do you still have day jobs? We, we still have day jobs, but I mean, this is our obsession. Yeah. At and this the, point, I mean, you know, we could we could be seventeen hours a day on this seven days a week, literally every single day of the year. I yeah. mean, that's the breath of race directing. You know, bigger races like this. I mean, it's it's bananas how crazy you could go with it. Going forward, do you see yourselves expanding into just more triathlons, or do you see yourselves going? All right, let's throw a run in. Let's throw a, a pure, gravel yeah, race. Purely a pure gravel. gravel Try race. to find a weekend for a gravel race anymore. Yeah, that's a um, But no, I mean, eventually we probably like to diversify a little bit. We, we, we don't want to do just anything. We just don't want to do just, hey, let's just do a run to do a run. I mean, we want to do something that's cool, that's different. Is there a relay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Ooh, maybe, well, maybe that's I'll swim. No, 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 no. You're the one signed up for Swim to the Moon, right? Yeah. Yeah, so you have to come do this. We'll get you an entry. So I swim. We rock, paper, scissors over the bike. Nope. He can do a relay. That The swim's the scary part. That's what people don't want to no, do. I love the swim. If you're going to go swim at 10K, <laughs> you can do a gravel triathlon. You'll be fine. You haven't seen me run. My running's terrible. It can't be worse than um, me. So <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just throwing this out there about his Swim to the Moon. Um, he signed up for it. He might get in. He might get in the water, but is he gonna? Die. Is he gonna swim so a ten k? The to jury's be, still out. I, so three years ago, I could swim ten k swims, and then I stopped swimming completely. And then I was out to dinner, and the whole thing came up, and I was like, "Oh, it's not till August. I could totally I get back. Time. I could get yeah. back up to a ten k uh-huh. and swim." Like, I'm, I'm like gonna, I'm gonna admit this. Time. So I started as a runner. Mm-hmm got into triathlons and I did triathlons for like two or three years in the Olympic distance. And then that's when I got into cycling. I blew out my meniscus, had surgery. It was just kind of a whole mess of yeah, things. I've had three of those on the same knee. I know what you mean. Uh, three? You yeah. are a slow learner. <laughs> hey, <laughs> but I would, keep fixing it well enough to keep moving. I so. did do up to 10 K runs barefoot. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, I was one of those idiots. Yep. Um, He's still one of those idiots. Just, I, I, I never, it just, it just I, changed. changed yeah. venues. Yeah. Um, but no, swimming, even when I was doing triathlons, was always my strong suit. Like, I was always top 10 out of the water. And I so I, I've, like I've naturally had good, like, I, I would go to swimming at pools and people yeah. would be like, oh, you have great form. I'm like, I have no form real training. I just hopped <laughs> in a pool and started swimming. Just, just a natural swimmer. How yeah. many times have you been in a pool this year then? Two? Five. Five? Well, okay. And I swim in a drag suit. I'm, so that's the other thing. At the pool, you can spot the triathlete. Mm-hmm. They've got the cap on. Oh, yeah. They're in the, like their full jammers that are race spray. I'm like, yep. usually a bag of toys at the end mm-hmm. of the oh, lane. Oh, no. And they have in their uh, plastic bag with the uh, different sets that they're doing. And I'm just like, that, oh. that was me yesterday. Oh, <laughs> come on. 
<laughs> so I'm I'm I wear a drag suit. Yeah. And I What is a what is a drag suit? So you wear you, you wear your normal suit and okay. then you have the suit that's basically made out of mesh uh-huh. that grabs the water. Yeah. But yeah, but a gravel try kind of piques my interest a little bit and i don't know maybe i'll and just kind of suffer through the water and what else about the race that you can tell us anything else that like we that would uh entice us as gravel cyclists to maybe dip our toe come to it it's something different man i mean that's what gravel is it's adventure gravel is doing things adventure. that are, are different that's why i like it i mean uh, coming from a triathlon background i had maps route you know mapped out and i was going to go do six hours and it was going to be this route and with gravel i just Go outside, then you never know where you're going to end up. It's awesome. Yeah. And you're not going to find much of this out there. I mean, to our knowledge, we're one of three this year in the country that, in the country. We, can, that we can find. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. There's going to be one in Colorado, and then uh, Epic Races has one across the state, and then ours. Yeah, Eva, who puts on Swim to the Moon, she's. Yeah. She has dirty. Uh, ugly dog. Ugly, ugly dog. Ugly dog. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's right. So. For us reaching out to triathletes on on the podcast, what would you say to a triathlete? What's your sales pitch to the tri- the average triathlete out there? That's I don't insane. need it for most of them. Most of them that I know They've are already it. riding gravel. I mean, they just want to do things that are fun and different. And this is there's different. no cars. Yeah. yeah, and this is then that section of Sega Road is going to be awesome. It could be a good awesome. It could be a shitty it's awesome. Gonna awesome. It's going to be awesome. No awesome. It's going to be memorable. Yeah, that's all exactly. that matters. It'll be a good story for sure. If you've never done gravel before, uh, I think I'll, everyone but you has ridden Sager Road. <laughs> right. Well, Sager, I, I've driven Sager Road. <laughs> and it's memorable. Oh, yeah. In what kind of vehicle? Four wheel well, drive. That was okay. the that was the fun part was we were driving Mapping it. out the course. Yeah. 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 So yeah, he wanted to show where it to Barrier Bay. Oh, I don't remember the name of the road. Otis Lake, maybe, where you, you take a right and you go back up to like Gun Lake Road, and then it's that long mm-hmm. paved climb. Rather than making that right and head north, you just keep heading straight, and that's Sager Road. And so we're driving it, and it's flat and kind of boring two track. And he's like, "Oh, this is pretty cool." I'm like, "No, this sucks. This isn't what I want. This is boring." And then we get to the top of a hill, and he's got to put it in four-wheel drive. Four low. And yeah, and I'm like, yeah. okay, this is awesome now. And you, yeah. his eyes are just big, like saucers. And it's like, this is what our race is just going to be known this for. This is going to suck for people. So, so the section of Sager, is it the Barry section? It's the section east of the traditional Barry section. Okay, so it's, it's a, a section that has those big drops. Yeah. Like the, the where the Jeep did, wheels so we did out. it. Did yeah. we do it in a... The hundred miler has the hundred mile. Yeah, the hundred yeah, mile yeah. has it. So, you're the only one at the table that doesn't have a gravel bike. I know he'll change that. Pretty what, soon. what are you looking at? He didn't even start. Whatever he tells me to buy. That, that's the nice thing about John. <laughs> He's the number guy. He's the research guy. I'll be like, hey, I, I, I want to find like a good gravel bike, and he'll, he'll have a whole spreadsheet for me with what I should get, where I should get it, different price options. So. So I feel the way gravel is going now, just with the different options, especially that we have in Michigan. I mean, it's now it's all about tire clearance. Yep. Yeah. And most of them nowadays seem to allow for you know two point ones if you run six fifty B. Yeah, or I something. feel like two point one. That's a minimum at this point. You, you have, have to be able to. to do that. And a lot of those are still coming in to frames that are aggressive enough that you throw seven hundreds with thirty fives on. It's still a fast frame. Yeah. I mean, that's my dirty secret now is I don't own a tri bike. I sold oh. it. I've got my Warbird. Secrets out. Yeah, I, I've got my Throw Warbird. Throw some arrow bars on the Warbird? Yeah, I, I ran numbers on Best Bike Split, and yeah. if I, I set my Warbird up like a true road bike, I don't have time for long-distance triathlon anymore, but I'll yeah. do some sprints and Olympics for fun. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just minutes. fine. I mean, I'm, I'm not a fast guy anyways. I, I enjoy my time at the back of the pack. So so out of the three, are you a swimmer, cyclist, uh, or I'm bike? probably best at swimming. I don't like swimming. Um, cycling is what I love, but I'm not good at it. I, it's the, the, the kilogram portion of Watts per kilogram that always screws me over. <laughs> I love we, hills. But, as we drink beer. Yeah, <laughs> I love hills, but man, every time we hit, hit a hill, I just go backwards. <laughs> so what about, what about you? What's the, I'm, what's your strong suit? I'm mediocre at swimming and cycling. I mean, I'm probably a better runner cause I at least like it. Uh-huh. Um, triathlete, mediocre at three things, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like well, yeah why too. be good at yeah. one sport when you could be average at three? It's the <laughs> cycling that kills me. I mean, I, I like the whole experience, but probably running. Running. Because, yeah. A, because I, I enjoy it, but B, because that's the last <laughs> leg of it and you're yeah. almost over at least. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I've, I've had some pretty long rides in Ironman races where, you know, I've had 
you know, back issues or something. Just getting that dark spot. Yeah, it was just, yeah, you just don't want to be there. And you just don't want to be on the bike anymore. And just at the race, you just want to be done. What In triathlons, what are the bikes that you guys rode? Let's go for it. I, have a, I had a Cervelo P2. So now you're salsa warbirding. Yep. <laughs> that's, my tri, that's my tri bike now. Do you I'm, have I, like clip on aero bars? Um, I think I have a pair laying around somewhere, but I got the uh, cow chipper bars. Mm-hmm. That was the best upgrade I made to my bike. Those for, are the, they're like 16 degrees. Cause it goes wood chipper, cow chipper, and then there's the crazy that ones. new one that just yeah. came out. That's yeah. like, thir- yeah, these, like I, I saw somebody holding them. Like, yeah, these are like, I would the, never have a, you, they're the middle ones. So you dig the, the flare then? It was the best upgrade I made to my bike for coast to coast for just for, uh, um, different hand positions. Okay. Um, and it's just, it was comfortable. I mean, I, the, the drop bars that came with that track were pretty aggressive, like, I don't know, road setup, and I mm-hmm. couldn't even really get in them and yeah. for more than a few minutes at a time. And I would ride in my drops for, you know, an hour or two. Yeah. You, I mean, coast. you need to have that switch. Like Sancho, I rode just normal crossbars. Mm-hmm. And by the end, my shoulders were just yep. all I wanted. Like, I don't know how many times I would get onto a flat spot and I would just like reaching behind my back just to stretch I'm my shoulder. I'm still having shoulder problems from coast to coast. Really? Yeah, you you, you, need, to be able this is go, what you need to go wider. I'm concerned about Crusher. Because I think I'm going to ride. Yeah, there's a lot of things well, you, you can, should be concerned you, yeah. about. You for can that. get cow chippers for pretty cheap, but but or wood chippers or any. But other. I think I'm going to ride my mountain bike and throw air wires on. I I feel like I am just to get a different position. Well, I mean that's what Mark Krantz was saying. Yeah. Mark was like just getting in your air bars was just a change yeah. of positions. Yeah. You need that, and you know if you're out there 16 hours, 20 hours, you need to change positions. Yep. Often. So, so John, what, what was the what's your triathlon? I, I've got the same. I've got an older Cervelo P2. Okay. Um, I know just enough about it to ride it to get to the run. Sure. I'm, I'm that triathlete. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, that's it. I just, I, I hate being on that bike because it's just, so it's just not comfortable. So you, you said Kappa 600 for yep. yeah. Dirty Mitten. Yep. Um, which is a great name. Yeah. Dirty Mitten, Dirty There's Chain. That's a good fit. Yeah. yeah. But, but so 600, but for your, the Michigan Triathlon for, or Michigan Titanium. Titanium. Yep. And then the Grand Rapids, like how big are those races? Grand Rapids traditionally hovers around eh, seventeen to to nineteen hundred people. That's a big. Um, I mean, we're we're trending up twenty five percent higher than normal consistently so far. So I mean, we could have well over two thousand people. When you factor, is there a cap distance that you guys really? There's well, there hasn't been a need for one. We haven't determined what it is yet because we haven't hit hit the point where the space just won't. Where where are where are those two? Um, like where's the start and finish and, and all like, I'm, I'm not familiar with them. Ba- so. Basically, um, Grand Rapids is in, uh, Ada Township, um, you know, kind of just, uh, east of Grand Rapids, but it, it's, um, it's next to Lowell. Okay. Um, and, and basically our transition and swim and bike and, and, and everything kind of goes right in and out of there. And we're, our transition is God, what, probably a half mile long at this point. For the bikes, really? and they, yeah, maybe not quite half mile, but I mean it, it's long. Um, so I mean we could we could fit a couple hundred more bikes on there, but at some point we're, you know, the transition's just ridiculous yeah. at that point. Yeah. So we're 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 looking at options to see in the future what we could do to expand a little bit if we do hit say twenty three hundred or twenty four hundred yeah. people. So, so that's Grand Rapids, right? And in my tie, um, it, it's about a thousand people every year. Okay, um, but I mean, plenty of room for growth. You know, we probably close to double that. You know, just for the venue itself. So I mean, we have, we have a lot of those are big. Those are big events. Yeah, sure. yeah, they are a lot of moving parts, a lot of people, a lot so of spectators. I have to call out one of our friends that we've ridden with in the past. She's a, a local rider. Her name is Ashley Sanborn. Mm-hmm. And she is actually on the Michigan Titanium homepage. Oh, and she, I love that picture of her. She posted this. About, I have used her so much in, in the She's local. Yeah. She's here over in, awesome. in, in, in the Okemos area. And yeah. she posted this the other That's day. Her. That's totally. her. Totally. And she's ridden with us. And I know she has a gravel bike. So oh, yeah. I'm that, so going to link this episode to her page. Because awesome. we need to call her out. She's yeah. done Michigan. Like, she's done the full irons oh, yeah. of different yeah, distances. Yeah, no, I know. I'm, I'm familiar. Because, I mean, I, I'm... In addition to being a race director, I'm also our um, in-house agency because I'm a web design guy and just a general design guy, and you know, as a background. So I'm doing all our websites, I'm doing all our marketing stuff, I'm doing all of our print, you know, our T-shirts, everything. And yeah, I mean, I've, I've used her in quite a bit. So we need to call Ashley yeah. out and just be like, 
You need. I know she has a gravel bike. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. She's a hell of an athlete. Ashley. So the other person I was thinking was is Austin, and Austin owns KOM Cycling, and mm-hmm. they've been kind of a partnership with partner, us, partnering with us. But he was part of the MSU triathlon team or club yep, team. or something. Yep. And and um and then when we were talking to him about you guys and he knew who you guys were yeah yeah he okay. when we said oh like uh is that a good thing or a bad thing <laughs> he, he, said, he, he said mostly pot no i mean he was familiar, he was familiar with the two yeah, yeah, the with two races. big yeah. races so yeah. um so i feel like we should get i mean he's not a he's not a gravel guy but he he showed interest he has interest i mean he has to show some interest if he's partnering with us it, yeah, you, you got to get some knobby tires out there. Yeah, yeah. And even if he doesn't, you just bug them until they give in. That's what I do. I mean, <laughs> Damn straight. On my, uh, uh, our local team over there last year, I won the, what did they call it? Instigator Award? Yeah, the it? Instigator <laughs> yeah. Award because I bug people until they, you know, do a race So they me. just cave. Yeah. I can be pretty annoying. Like, what is your take on the whole Ironman thing? They're great for the sport. Yeah, I mean, that's why people get into it is they see – they see people finishing an Ironman. That's yeah. why I did an Ironman. I wasn't going to do one, and then I watched this idiot cross the finish line at Wisconsin after drinking several beers, <laughs> and I signed up for Louisville the next day. Yeah, and he was going to wait a year. So, wow. And then I signed up for I, my second, actually, on the wow. way to my first before I did it. So is this like – so you are uh, in support of just the, the race itself or I, the organization? I, I will say this. I, I was drinking the Ironman Kool-Aid <laughs> – Super hard. Go look at his trailer and, hitch. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I had the tattoo plan. Like it yeah. was elaborate. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I was a full adopter since I did it in 2015 up until we took over these races. And hey, Jenny Acker has an Ironman tattoo. Yeah. She does. That surprised <sighs> I me. I, I didn't mean, know that. I didn't know that yeah. either. I'm you know, a teaser. I, I, I'm <laughs> I'm a believer in the experience yeah. in people signing up and pushing themselves to do that impossible distance or just race that they never considered themselves being able to do um the brand itself you know it's a great brand but you know i mean there's there's a lot of stuff that it's expensive as hell to do i mean it, it costs sure. you three grand to go do a full ironman because you got to be there four days early you got to do the hotels yeah. you you know you've got to do the bike transport i mean it's a pain in the ass mm-hmm. um with our race with titanium we're trying to bring that sense of accomplishment and and experience here you show up the day before you get great volunteers it's a great course you know i mean we are putting literally i mean we're working on everything from the race course down to the playlist that you're going to hear that day i mean we we're really like throwing everything into yeah. this thing so we want to give people that really good experience and and just feel like they've they've come away with a taste of that army experience we get asked all the time when are you guys doing kansas I didn't even try to get in this year. Right. Like, I want to do it as a, as a, I want to do it just to say I've been there. Right. Just so I can have the opinion. Right. Because I feel like right now my opinion means jack shit. Mm -hmm. I haven't been there. I haven't done it. So what's my opinion matter? But then when I look at it, it just doesn't feel like it has the sense of the style of race that I enjoy. Like I like sending pro teams now and it's, and I don't even mind that, but the fact that when I tried to register last year, Oh, I I did register and I got put in the lotto. It was damn near $500. Right. I'm like, and I can go do Sancho for $65. Yeah. But so this is, and and I kind of have a different, like I would love to do it. And I, I I, I would like to do it. Yeah. I should have signed up for it. Um, but I, I probably will next year. Um, but I think, you can do that, but also ride Sancho. You can do that and also support your local. Yep. That's exactly it. I mean, uh, triathlon wouldn't be what it is today without Ironman. I mean, hands down, no, it wouldn't be. It it was triathlon. Yeah, well, like, exactly. But you know, it, the the smaller races like ours, the independents, you know, we we're there as an outlet. Once I feel like people are either starting out and then using that as a springboard, or they've to done, go, or ring. they've already done it. They're looping back around, and and that's kind of where we were at. And, you know, we know a lot of, of triathletes in the community that, you know, they've done six or seven or, or eight of the, those races. I mean, after a while, I mean, what are you getting out of it, you know? So here's here's the big question. After the first year of the Dirty Mitten, mm-hmm. when are we going to see a full iron gravel? 
We've, we've Full discuss- berry we've, course. We've, we've, dis- we've discussed. I've, I've, got, I've got a course mapped out. I yeah. feel You're like that me. is just sadistic. Yeah. I, got, I love we've it. We've discussed got dozens and dozens of courses mapped out for these things on my. Yeah. yeah you, That's what I do for fun. I, I mean, you, I, I feel like that if you guys are going to break in, just go nuts. Yeah. yeah. The you, full iron ground. You asked if this was like a full time job. And even though it's not like our minds are going full time on this, like what is the balls to the wall bananas idea That's we it. can just throw out there? Yeah, yeah. There's, I mean, there's I, like a lot of that happening right now as far that as that would be the amazing. Future. So yeah, do Barry hundred and then go run a marathon on a trail on, a trail. Uh, on Yankee. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. I mean, th- that's what I yeah. do for fun. Is my wife and I sit there at night watching TV, and I don't pay attention. I'll just have Strava. I mean, that, w- that would and, be I, and Google yeah, Earth, that, and that, I'm that's mapping how you courses. Raise the bar, though. I mean, everybody's looking for that. What yeah. is the next? There always know? is. Yeah. I mean, you look at. I mean, Margie's that mm-hmm. exactly for mountain biking. Like, yeah. like what's a, that next level? Yeah, what, I mean, what can we do? Yeah, five or six years ago, if they told you one of the toughest mountain bike courses in, in, in the country, Marquette. if not the world, was in Marquette, people would have laughed at you, and it's insane. Well, very cool. I I think we're good. I mean, this is this is great. Thanks for having us. Now yeah, I feel like really yeah, it. I feel like I'm gonna have to buy running shoes again. Well, damn it. It was when you <laughs> said yeah, just running your cycling shoes. <laughs> honest, be more honest, no, I've done a five can cycling <laughs> oh, shoes. It was terrible. When you said trail run, I was like, ah, oh, shit. I might have to do it. <laughs> well, John, John, thank you so much. Yeah, John, joining us. John without an H. This is great. Cool. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Boom. The Dirty Chain Podcast is a Michigan Midpack Media production in partnership with KOM Cycling, the source for your bike accessories and necessities. Connect with us on Instagram and Facebook at Dirty Chain Podcast. Email dirtychainpodcast at gmail.com. Call our hotline 616-522-2641. Audio editing and original music by Trevor Gibney. Sheldon Little handles the social media, graphic design, and of course, bad decisions thank you to john and john for coming to lansing to be on the podcast for the beers and the great conversation and thank you all for listening to the dirty chain podcast and as always keep your chain clean but get your chain dirty see you in the mid pack